Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about talk now. About now talk about. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. Shout now, she's not going to shout. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, season 11, episode eight. I'm your host, Jen Kirkman. Well, I just kind of turned on the microphone, not really knowing where I'm starting here. I know the things I'll talk about this episode, but boy, did I not give myself a second to settle in. But I will say I was just uh, doing some laundry and God, I have all of these shirts in my closet, these, um, I guess you would call them layering tanks, tank tops that you wouldn't wear just on their own. I mean, I guess you could, but for me, I bought them. I'll put them under a sweater or like a layering long sleeve shirt that you'd wear under a sweater. There's not been one day in New York this winter that I've needed to do that. I mean, yeah, there's been a few very cold days. There was this below freezing, below zero weekend that we had about a week ago, but no one was going anywhere. And it just happened to be on a weekend. I wasn't walking to work, it, but it, it it's just been, it's the warmest, I don't know if it's the warmest New York on records, but it's the, we've just hit a record for the no snow amount. That's not a complete sentence, but the lack of snow is record-breaking. We haven't had any snow. It's February. I used to go to New York. When I lived in LA, I used to go to New York in December, spend some time there around Christmas for the snow. It was almost guaranteed. I used to not tour two places like New York in the January, February months because it was just way too likely that it would snow in such a way that your flights would be canceled and you'd have to cancel the show. And uh, I don't know why I thought that the apocalypse wasn't also happening on the East Coast. But coming from LA, which was on fire for the last two years that I lived there, I just thought maybe it'll just be nice to go to New York where it's not on fire and where it's not 100 degrees. 
more than 30, 30, 60 days out of the year. But this is its own version of a nightmare, which is that it's 40 to 50 degrees every day in the winter. This is New York. This is not San Diego. I mean, this... And what, and and I really can't stand any more people going. Well, it's going to be nice out. You're that. That's like saying the population's getting under control. Everyone's dying of COVID or something. You know, it's just such a weird spin to put on why it's warm out. Yes, of course, there's always been an errant warm day throughout the history. 1801, it was 70 degrees on Thanksgiving. I get it. I've been on the planet a long time. I remember. Those weird spring out of nowhere days, one day in February, and then you get right back to the action of it being February and you're sledding and it's cold and your nose hair is frozen, but this is just so plain to see what it is. And when people are saying, it's been such a mild winter, come on, you know why. We don't have to say Well, it's climate change and it's really bad. We're past a tipping point. But can we not be so joyful about, like, like people, it seems as though they're saying, I'll take that. I'll take my grandchildren not living to uh, past 40 for, uh, you know, I can have an outdoor cocktail at lunch. I can sit outside. Oh, it just makes me, and also just forget that. Let's just say there's no climate change, which I'm sure some of you listening do say that, and I'll be getting the emails. You lefties are crazy. But let's just say it's a nice day because it's totally normal. Nothing's wrong. Not everyone likes nice days. We're just uh, These two cultures, the nice day culture and the dog culture. Look, I know I sound inhuman, I like cats and I like basically all kinds of weather. And I'm fine with when it's time for it to be cold, for it to be cold. It'll be warm again. I'll find a way to enjoy it even though I like it less. But I like it all. I don't dream of it being warm when it's cold. So I am, I'm very human. I love a lot of things. But I feel... Like, I can never talk about my enjoyment of the cold without people scoffing or telling me how hard their life is and that's why they don't like the cold. Oh, well, you don't walk a mile from the subway like I do. Yeah, I do. I walk to work on purpose. But I get it. Maybe your life is hard and cold isn't good for it. I don't know. Can you leave? Can you? Or just don't talk to me about it. Or people make fun of cats. You've heard it all. Anyway, so I just... I just moved the tank tops from in the closet to just in the pajama drawer. They're just pajamas now, okay? There's no layering needed. (sighs) I know it's February 12th. Anything could happen. We could have some snow. We could have some cold days. But let's just be honest about where we're at in terms of needing to have these layering layers hanging in my closet, looking at me every morning saying, remember when things were normal? I don't need that. Oh my God, I can't believe you put us in your closet. What do you think it is, 1998? Jen, you're so cute. She is so cute putting us in here.
anyway. I know what I'm going to talk about this week. I just don't know what I'm going to talk about in this portion of the show, the free portion. I guess I'll tell this story. I had the most inane and insane phone call with a receptionist at a doctor's office. Okay. I've got this elbow situation going on. I can't even deal right now with how like I had a toe thing. Now there's an elbow. It's just like these weird body parts saying, we're, we're starting. We're starting. You're starting to come undone. And here we're just going to start with the toe, then the elbow, maybe a finger in a few months. I don't know. But anyway, I feel like a zombie who's just slowly having things break off. I mean, my, my toe didn't break off. I just had a surgery, but my elbow, you know, didn't break off. It's just, I've got tennis elbow and I know all the things to do for it. I just, I'm resenting that I have to do anything. I don't want to ice it or heat it. I do both. I do electric stim pads. I do massage, acupuncture, blah. Guys, it's just at a certain point, why there's so much maintenance on me. So anyway, I make this appointment. I'm thinking, do I go see an elbow specialist? And by the way, the end of the story, which is not the interesting part, but I moved the appointment. It's going to be in about a month from now when I can handle going. I'm going to do some uh, physical therapy before that and just see how it goes. Anyway, none of this is the point. I'm trying to avoid uh, emails with advice. So why I live my whole life trying to avoid unsolicited advice. So I need to just let that go. It's, it's going to happen. So here's the deal. I live in Brooklyn. The last time I really lived here as a resident, I'm not counting the years that I did live here for six months at a time, but moving around from one Airbnb to the next every 30 days. But the last time... I had an address that was my own that I sent mail in and mail was received to me was 1998 to 2002 on 18th Street and Prospect Park. That's all I remember. I don't remember my apartment number. I don't remember the street number of 18th Street. I don't remember the zip code. I don't remember my landline. I forgot I had one. I don't remember my old cell phone number, which was a New York City area code. No idea. I have no record of any of it because there was no internet really then. There was, but I didn't have my own computer yet. So I wasn't saving things electronically. Anything that happened during those years, no proof of it. But I know one thing. I never went to this elbow specialist. I still went to my dentist back home in Massachusetts my gynecologist back home in Massachusetts. I kept all of my doctors basically back in Massachusetts. I went once to the emergency room because I had a whack-out, wackadoo fever of 103. And that was, I don't know, six blocks away. But this guy, this office of the elbow doctor that I was going to, uh, that I called, is in downtown Brooklyn, which I really didn't even know what that was when I lived in Brooklyn 20 years ago. I promise you, I never, ever went to any kind of doctor except a psychiatrist. And 
Uh, well, I, yeah, no, I did have a surgery once, but again, it was on my breast. So I, 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 there's no reason that I should be in the system of this doctor. I didn't have the same insurance, but I'm sure there's some, uh, it's not a mystery to me. I'm not here. This story is not about the mystery of that either. I don't need help solving the mystery. I don't need advice about the elbow, but I'm, I'm getting all the things out of the way that people like to write to me about. I'm like, did you just, did you like the episode? And do you have to give advice? I, I'm okay. Any, if I'm ever needing to uh, wait for someone that hears this podcast or email me for advice, I'm fucked. Do you know what I mean? Don't, don't worry about me. Okay. So I, I get it. You know, somehow there's some connection between this doctor and something I did once whether it's a billing company or, I don't know, something in the insurance is similar to my old one or, I don't know. I'm not freaked out about it. It's not like I saw, uh, you know, a spirit in the elevator and I'm trying to figure out, is this building haunted? It's not an interesting mystery. So, I call this place and... You know when you're calling to make an appointment and you don't know how much you should say at the onset of the phone call, the person answers, Dr. Blah Blah's office, how can I help you? I get frozen. I'm a new patient. I always end up saying the word client by accident. I want to see them, but I can only come at 8 a.m. on a weekday, can't come any other time. And I have tennis elbow. So it's like, hi, I'm a potential new patient. Name, please. Oh, uh, yeah, um, Jen. J-E-N. Okay, spell that. Uh, and then I say, oh, Kirkman. And then they do that. And I say, uh, so I, I have tennis elbow. I don't know if they're accepting new patients or they say, uh, address. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's just like, can you just answer, is he seeing new patients? Does he do tennis elbow or does it have to be that I want surgery? You know, and then, and she goes, married, single. No, what? I, can I ask a question before we have a marital status question? Who... That was the only question she asked, by the way. Name, address, married or single. What on earth does married or single have to do with making an appointment? These questions are insane. Okay, so when I start to say my address, she goes, no, you're, did you ever have a different address? And I said, yes. Well, I've had many. <laughs> I am a woman of many cities. No, I, I said, uh, yeah, uh, oh, Maybe you have my billing address. I give her that. No. Uh, maybe you have my old Los Angeles address. No. She said, did you, did you ever have another address in Brooklyn? I said, I mean, just some Airbnbs I stayed at, but not recently. No. I said, here's my work address. Is that somehow on file? No. I said, I mean, I lived in Brooklyn 20 years ago. What was that address? I said, I don't know. 18th Street something. She said, you don't remember the address? I said, no. She said, well, there is you on an 18th Street here. Yeah. I said, I guess that's me, but I've never been to your office before. Now, again, she was probably four years old when I was living at that apartment. And she said, um, well, I can't put you in the system unless I confirm that this is you as well or else I'm going to have a duplicate person. 
And I said, well, I'm literally never going to remember the address. I know how to get there on this. This is what I was saying. I'm not kidding. I said, I know how to get there on the subway. It's the Prospect Park stop on the F train. And if I get off and go to 18th, I can stand outside my apartment. Granted, it has not had any work done to it. And I can pretty much see the number on the building and I'll know probably instinctively if that's my apartment. Because see, back then I had one of those paper address books. And I remember going through boxes of keepsakes in my sister's attic, which is where I keep some of my things. And I remember throwing it out thinking, first of all, I never even entered people's address into it. Mine was on there. But again, I don't have any need for my address from Brooklyn. I mean, what are we going to put it in the Smithsonian and people going to go and stand outside of it? I mean, so I just don't have it. And she couldn't understand this. And she said, is it in your phone? And I said, no. See, there were no iPhones in 98, 2002. I didn't even have a flip phone. I had a flip phone, but you wouldn't put things in. You didn't (laughs) use a phone to call people. And she said, okay, well, I need to confirm the street address. And I said, okay, again, it's probably never going to happen unless, I said, be, be totally honest with me. Do I have to hang up and pick a weekend when I have time to go to the stop? Like I, was, I wasn't trying to be shitty. I was saying it as pleasantly as possible, but she was giving me no options. I said, can you read me the address? And I'll say, oh my God, that's what it was. And she said, no. I have to say, I said, okay. Well, and she said, well, we could do it by phone number. I said, great, here's my phone number. And she said, no, no, no. Um, there's a landline, like a home phone number listed for this. I said, I don't know what my landline was in 1999. And she said, well, did you keep it in your phone? I said, there's no phone. Like, I'm, like she doesn't realize, like she knows intellectually. But her muscle memory of talking to someone, well, it's in your phone. No, I, I, there were no iPhones then. And I, I like again, and she's like, well, I just can't believe you don't remember your landline. And I said, it's from 20 years ago. It was on my family's landline. It was a landline I had 20 years ago that honestly, I didn't call myself ever. I used it to call other people. And I didn't use it that much. I was out and about. You know, 22 years old, out and about, not sitting at home on the phone. And it was the beginning of cell phones. And, you know, to call people long distance used to cost money. So I wasn't really calling people. And the people that lived in town, I would just call them on the cell phone. So I don't think it's crazy to know. And I want to call her in 20 years and say, what's the address of the doctor's office you worked at? No, I can't believe you don't remember, you know? And in 20 years, and we have newfangled ways of storing data, you don't have your iPhone from 2023? Oh my God, I can't believe So I just said, well, I'm never remembering that, not even with past life regression therapy. And she said, well, I don't really know how to help you. And I said, well, I want to be a patient of this doctor because I've done research and he's supposed to be the best. And so I am potentially someone who would like to come give him money. So I don't think he'd be happy if you hung up saying, you know, we had a potential patient 
I, I didn't let her come because she doesn't remember her landline from 1999. I said, I'm sure there's some way to override the system or the computer, or can you do just a duplicate? I mean, is it the end of the world that we have duplicate Jen Kirkman's in the thing? Can you get a, a some kind of supervisor to approve this? I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to make an appointment at eight in the morning so someone can furiously grab my elbow, ask me where it hurts while I'm screaming in pain, and then I'm going to pay them, most likely out of pocket. So I'm failing to understand why she needs to stop a possible Jen Kirkman imposter from coming in and doing this. I would understand if it was a bank. And I said, hello, I'd like to withdraw $1 million. I cannot provide any personal information, but can you, you know, I'm trying to do something nobody wants to do. So she puts me on hold for another 20 years. I literally forget that I'm even on a call because there's no hold music, but I have my iPhone on speaker and she comes back. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, hi, hi. She says, okay. Um, Someone has given me permission to go in and, and wipe out the old stuff. I said, okay. I said, why, can you even tell me what the landline was? Now I'm just curious. And she said, no. So she has the information about my past that I don't, but she could not believe that I, first she couldn't believe that I'm telling her of a time before iPhones, like it just wasn't registering. And then B, that I didn't remember my landline. And this is where I get nervous because the doctor's probably my age. But what happens when the doctor, him, said doctor and other doctors are my age when I'm older? And then we got to have the younger doctors and they're like, ah, you know, I come in, I've hit my head because I, an old woman who lives alone and they can't service me because... I don't remember my landline from 1999 and I'm somehow in the system. And I'm like, I'm dying. And they're like, I'm so sorry, miss. Um, What's your password? Like, you know, I'm just worried. Because also, I don't want to say this, but when I worked jobs, if if you had a customer that was kind of getting antsy on the other line, you wanted to help them because you didn't want like them to call back and get you in trouble. Or just maybe you just wanted to help them for no reason that was selfish. And you'd say, you know what? I'll figure this out later. Just give me your info. We'll make you an appointment. But people are so afraid of getting in trouble in the moment. Oh, I'm not allowed to do this. So boom, all thought stops there. That it doesn't dawn on them. You know what? Bust out. Be your own person. Take my info. Figure it out later. You know, act now. Ask for apologies later. There's, I don't see a lot of that these days. Anyway, I got my freaking appointment. But I will be petty and hold a grudge. I will remember this girl's name. And I'm going to ask her when I get there for her email address or her phone number or something. And I'm going to call her in 20 years. Someone out there believes me. that You can't call someone. You can't ask someone at the front desk for their phone number. That's a HIPAA violation. 
All right, so much to talk about this week, including that in the UK, they're trying to help women with menopause, trying to help women figure out how they can get through the workday, maybe have some, I don't know, accoutrements that help them get through these years where they have symptoms. But the funding was shut down because somebody was worried that men would feel left out. I'm going to talk about the fact that I did not know that Winona Ryder knew Kurt Cobain. I'm going to talk a little bit about the UFOs that keep being shot down, but by the time you hear this episode, that's going to be such old news, so I'm just going to give my opinion on it, but not necessarily breaking news. And people who were moving in together during COVID are all breaking up before Valentine's Day, even though you will hear this episode after Valentine's Day. But if you had a shitty Valentine's Day, you'll feel better knowing that a bunch of people broke up right before it. There you go. All right. To get the rest of this episode, join us over on the Patreon. All info is there in the link in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if not, until next week, have fun.